Calling Craig by the wrong name is a form of microaggression. Did you call it? Did you? Were you thinking of Glide? Yes, I was thinking of Glide. <laughs> Hello and welcome, I'm Metal. And I'm Skob, and you're listening to PodcastMan.exe, a podcast detailing our journey through the Mega Man Battle Network anime. Podcast Man, check in, power up! Alright okay, then. So, episodes yeah. 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, I'm... Yeah, go ahead. I wasn't all that turned on by these episodes. Yeah, no, definitely like a weaker pair of episodes this week. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there's really not a whole lot to say, but by God, we're going to say what there is to say. We're going to say it. We said we were going to do every single episode. Every episode, and now we're all we're we're at episode ten, and already we are feeling it. I wouldn't say already we're feeling it. I would say for the first time we're feeling it because that's true. Previous, okay, it's we're just now starting to feel it. We're just now starting to feel it, but only because the episodes have become bland. Yeah. Um. So we're supposed to be first... all super oh. jacked up for this N one Grand Prix thing, but you know we're not. Yeah, yeah, you know we're not. Like we've made it clear enough. This is a boring tournament arc for the most part. But we're not quite at the tournament yet. At the beginning of episode ten, in fact, when we open, we are treated to a whole bunch of generic navvies all just saying zero one zero one, and um. Yeah, they're yeah. from Yai, and they're helping everyone to train for the tournament arc, so it's not like we're all that far removed from the tournament arc. No, 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 no. We're definitely getting there, but we're not in it quite yet. I also was just, um, I, I was just sort of like, where did all these extra PETs come from? Can you not just, like, load generic navvies? Otherwise, does she have, like, just these, like, extra PETs with spare generic navvies? for this purpose yes like they're i guess so it's just like yeah it's like it looks like a fucking like farm of them just like plugged into this whole system she's got that actually ties in with the joke that i'm going to make later amazing oh boy great oh there you have that to look forward to but the joke um, that I'm going to make now is the fact that in order to up the training, she turns all the generic PET navvies into Crash Man. Yes! I also, like, just had, like, a little note about that. was, like, they increase the levels, they just turn into drill hands men. And, I, and, like, the kids make a comment about how, like, easy they're getting through these levels. And it's like, yeah, because it's all the fucking same. You're just fighting the same dudes, but just with, like, different weapons, I guess. You're fighting the same dudes, but this time they can't play the piano. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a quick question. In the sub, did we get another roll flash in, um that sequence when they're fighting the training guys i honestly forget that's okay just because like i know she said she did like a roll blast 
attack in the dub. And I was beginning to wonder if, like, she's been saying that instead of Rulu Flash. Uh, um, that's probably what they're going on for. Maybe so, yeah. Um, it was really overshadowed by the fact that Yai calls Higsby a no-taku. <laughs> well, he fucking is. He is. Another little thing I noticed, like, just in this opening sequence of them training... Was that, was it me, or did you also notice, like, an entirely different, like, quality of animation between, like, when the guys first started attacking Gutsman, and then when Gutsman swings up his hammer to send, like, a huge shockwave at them? Yeah. Yeah. Was that footage from a previous episode? Or, like... I... It might have been. They yeah. reuse a little bit of animation in these yeah. two episodes. It's just, it's, but like that was just like, it was of such an obvious jump in quality. And I wasn't sure if it was just like budget or uh, stock footage. So yeah, I, I'm glad you also know exactly what I was talking about. It's fine. They get to save a little bit on budget. It's not like they turned their last episode into a PowerPoint presentation. Oh my god. <laughs> we can't keep referencing the Promised Neverland anime on this podcast. I may have actually yes, edited out most can, of our messages. It hurts me. I know! You do it to yourself! I told you not to watch it. Though I guess since you made yourself watch the rest of it you might as well watch the ending but my god <laughs> i mean i was i was content to just use other people's summaries of what happened and then i saw by the second's fat ass and i was like oh i want to see if this gets animated well it doesn't oh my god you did all for that <laughs> yes <laughs> fucking simp <laughs> um but anyway we get so, back and there's a 3D island. Yeah, there's a hold on. We got we'll we'll get to the 3D island. I promise. I just also found it funny. The next day, um, Meilu and Lan are found by Miss Mari on their way into class, and she says good morning to them. And these little babbins are tired from net battling late into the night. And I'm like, oh, you fucking weaklings came and handle can't handle a late night gaming. What are you? They're me. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, I have the sleep schedule of a very old man. It's true. Like, okay, sometimes, sometimes you you surprise me. You definitely make it past old man hours. Sometimes. Sometimes. Then suddenly Mesa comes in, uh, says hello to Miss Mari, and then uh talks to the kids about uh the upcoming one ton grand flea. Yeah. Yeah. Um that they are uh excited about and so i want to know uh how did how what was the joke in japanese fish puns fish oh it's just fish puns it's a whole bunch of fish puns yeah oh okay well fair enough um i mean it actually works better being a whole bunch of fish puns because then he really stays on brand no 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 that's definitely fair um also, yeah. keep in mind, we're talking about the net. Yeah. 
He knows all about nets. <laughs> but, um, and Miss Mari is adorably talking about how uh, she'll be going to the Grand Prix to cheer on her students. And she's, you know, she's as sweet as ever. We, we also get... Yeah, and uh, because knowing that she's going makes uh, Mesa uh, start to consider going himself. We also get a brief return of Tori, who is uh, hoping to go into the Grand Prix, but apparently his boy Iceman is currently being used by his father at the waterworks because apparently they have a bunch of fucking viruses again. Like, I don't know what's still going on at this place. Well, if you think about it, the water plant was also the sewage treatment center, so I bet it's full of viruses. You know what? You got me there. (laughs) Iceman has a job. He has a, yeah. Like, this is the one uh, net navy that we know of that has, like, a professional job. At least, like, sometimes. Uh, he might not always be working at the at the water plant, but we do know that apparently he needs to have his talents borrowed by Tori's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes! Maybe that's why we... talk like this. I'm a working man. He, you know what? Like, yeah, if he could just, if they had him look like a working man, yes. Like, that voice would make perfect sense. <laughs> Work and sights and what do you get? 20 years older and deeper in bits. <laughs> I owe my code to the company store. <laughs> But now, now we get to, we get our first look at the floating island where the Net One Grand Prix is apparently taking place. We love us a 3D island. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a CGI island. It's floating in the air. For some some spots. Yeah, I completely forgot that this- Hmm? I said they use it so sparingly. Was it? I don't know why, because they have other shots of this 3D island from other angles where I'm thinking to myself, wait, you could have done that in the 3D. No, why they just it- have the one, this one 3D island shot. $6,000 per sparkle. I guess so. Yeah, I completely forgot that it takes place on a goddamn floating island. So, like, I kind of just had to take a minute to, like, take that in when I first saw it. Um, But I was quickly healed because we immediately get to meet our announcer for this tournament, who is Robita. Um, yeah. Yeah, and she's... in Japanese, her first name is Kero, which is a ribbit, the ribbit sound. So, you yeah. know, they translated her quite well. Yeah, she's a, a frog girl, like in a, in a, I don't know. Like as far as, as far as what we know, she just seems like she likes frogs, and she's very cute. She's highly valid. Frogs are great. Mm-hmm. Um, but immediately after seeing the setting for this tournament, we cut to uh Wiley and his kids again, 
<laughs> and uh, he's talking, like, he's suddenly talking like he's just now learning that the N1 Grand Prix is a thing. Nah, not so much in the original. He knew it was coming. Yeah. But, like, yeah, in the dub, he's kind of acting like, oh, this will be a great place to delete some navvies. Or, uh, yeah, this will be a great place to do evil things at. Like, yep, yeah, yep. very much speaking oh, like... get in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're just going, there's so confusion and chaos. Okay. Exactly. Like and fun. then, like, each, and each of his kids like they have their like little moments about like oh yeah my net navi's gonna uh, wipe the floor with the competition yada yada and they have like this little like then sh- they have like a little shot of each of their navvies like posing cool and like gloating and stuff and because just... they've upgraded them all to version two they didn't actually say that yeah they don't specify anything like that in the dub they just say oh. like oh we've got them like I don't know, like powered up or whatever. It's much more vague in the in the dub, but they That's do true. still get their moment of posing, and it's just like very cute because, like, oh, you can tell they love their kids so much. They do. Stupid kids love their stupid kids. <gasps> Wiley truly is a grandpa. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. Was I stopping you from saying something though? No, you weren't. Oh, okay. Um. I also was uh, delighted by, this this seems like the first time in the dub I've, like, fully noticed them saying, World 3, delete! It might be the first time they say it in the dub. Yeah. They've been saying it this whole time. (laughs) Yeah, no, so this this might be the first time, because, like, now they actually, like, yeah, they have, like, a whole, like, parting cheer together. So that's what they do. They do. But they've been saying delete instead of see you later this whole time. God, that's so funny. (laughs) Meanwhile, at the secret Fishman headquarters. Yes, yes, we get to see the lesbians again. And then they converge to this, like, secret meeting place where where they are met by Commander Beef (laughs) in the dub. I'm um, going to choke on my bear. Oh, no. <laughs> Hearing oh, the words Commander Beef said What's out. he called in in the sub again? They just say Commander this episode. They haven't actually fully named him yet. Okay. God, I wonder... I, I, uh, perhaps, like, he... They do only command call him Commander originally, but they had to add, like, some sort of, like extra syllable uh for sync for like lip syncing and the best they could think of was beef i don't know i don't <laughs> i'm going to look it up okay <laughs> yeah so uh we get to meet um commander beef who is uh very obviously just mesa uh turns out he is the third of uh secret net agents along with sal and mew and they have a meeting basically about how they are sure that World 3 is going to come and ruin the tournament somehow and that they will be on alert to stop any of their nonsense. Absolutely, because, quote, the net agents will be there to protect the dreams of children. <laughs> I hope they did not say anything as corny as that in the dub. Oh my god. 
Well, yes. According yeah. to the wiki, uh-huh. it is in fact Commander Beef. Oh, good. Okay, so that's not just the dub being like weird. It's just like that. It's just like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, we get also get to learn that Higsby himself is preparing for the N1 Grand Prix with Number Man, and he has apparently ordered all kinds of special chips and programs and whatnot to upgrade Number Man. Uh, we see him in a dark room in front of a large screen. And I had to make a note that, like, one of the boxes of things he seems to have ordered is just, like, a box full of cup noodles. Yeah, that was just, that's just his normal order, though. Yeah. (laughs) But apparently, um, these upgrades that he's given him seem to, uh, be too much. And, uh, we kind of just, like, see Number Man not explode but like get enveloped in light and yell so somehow he has fucked up with his with his boy somehow um he just turned his boy evil he did we don't find that out yet because we go do another scene change to land waking up the next morning and, and i had his- Dad is not home. His dad is not home, yes. His dad is in Holland. In Holland? In Holland. Because they do not say it's Holland in the, in the dub. I think, well, like... He's in Holland. I think they say he's in the Amazon in the dub. That's much better. Yeah, basically, yeah, so, like, we finally get, like, another uh, reminder that Lan father is alive because <laughs> I remember like I made the note oh hey Uichiro we thought you were dead he but he's not dead he is alive he's just still not home and that's pretty much like all that the scene is there for is just to remind us that like yeah Lan to has remind a dad. us that Lan is not a bastard that's it yeah <laughs> And then the next scene, we find out that Norman has basically just gone mad with power from these upgrades. And this is, and I, this is when I said, "Oh wait, this is the episode where horny people have no rights." Because <laughs> yeah, he's just this nerd is on a rampage, and it's funny because like he kind of just like goes all over the place making numbers on various systems go off the charts and there's even a part where he like goes onto like a big screen in town and like he like goes on this whole spiel about like greetings humans you may worship me and i'm just like god someone shove this fucking thing in the locker oh absolutely well <laughs> number man on the loose what crimes yeah. will he commit what crimes will he commit He's just gonna mm-hmm. change some numbers. Yeah, he's gonna change some numbers. Like it's like I, I know the the one thing I remember best is like you know the the at a store. Someone's ringing at the price of something, and like the price that it scans is all wrong. And mm-hmm. like you know, like fucking up with systems like that. Like sure, yeah, that's that's annoying. This is it basically is. yeah. This is like but yeah, he's basically out coming some world three nonsense of his own. Um, and Higsby is very worried, so he goes to Lan and, and the gang 
to ask for help and like like okay so yeah no, calls like, the no taku again they're yes. trying to th- they're trying to think of ways to attract number man and they're like well maybe we can attract him with something that he likes uh maybe rare chips and then higsby's all ah, rare chips yeah I like he goes on this, like, like what's... <laughs> the thing i mean know about is like they had like this like weird joke about how he has a lot of dandruff i'm just like why because she has like, dandruff but like why why is that joke necessary it's like i yeah i just was like why it's yeah. it's not as know. bad as the joke why? that we're getting next episode oh i i actually don't remember i don't remember now i watched this episode and i don't remember what you're talking about you might be referring to a joke that doesn't happen in the dub we'll have to find out i don't know we'll see if you get the piss take or not yeah <laughs> but yeah um so Yai correctly calls him an otaku because, uh, yeah, I also made a note of, like, yeah, shove Higsby in a locker too while we're at it. And Absolutely. then, yeah, so they are like, okay, we gotta lure Number Man back to us. And they're like, okay, Higsby, what is Number Man like? And I was like, gee! Wonder. <laughs> well, he likes numbers, and especially calculations. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> Yai is going to attract Number Man by mining Bitcoin on her 23 <laughs> extra PETs. Uh, yes! Yes! Oh, I was hoping that was the joke you were going to make. Uh, we got the payoff. Mm. I think this was, was this also like our first instance of like the Yai's like forehead shine joke? No, it happened in her first episode. Oh, uh, well, this was the first. I guess I, I forgot about it because like I noticed it. I thought this was our first time with it, but. Yeah, this is yeah. the first use of it as a sort of exclamation point, as opposed to look at her forehead. Okay, yes, yes, okay. I'm, uh, yeah, that's, I think, like, that's what I was more specifically thinking of. Mm-hmm, okay. Um, so, obviously, the it, she doesn't act, actually uh, mine for Bitcoin to attract Number Man, unfortunately. Instead, all she does is calculate Pie? Well, it's a good way to attract him. If he's attracted to things doing calculations, supercomputers have trouble getting very far in pie because it just keeps on going. Like, it's also kind of just like, see, folks, I'm not a math person. I haven't taken a math. I haven't taken a math since freshman year of college, which was like nine years ago jesus christ that was nine years ago anyway but anyway um what like because like i was kind of even just hung up on like what does it mean to calculate pi what it's does just it a mean? long division problem okay okay all right F- fair enough so all right well that's what that means because i don't know i guess like when i think of pi i think of like the literal number and it's just like yeah that's me, it like you- yeah, but it's like, I guess, like, calculating a number, it's like, I, I guess I don't know what that means. Cal- like, if you, I think of it as like, like, okay, there's a number. What am I doing with it? But, yeah, I guess. Yeah, shows shows um, me. Yeah, it's, sorry. It's the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter. That's true. That is what that means. And it's just, 
it's a, it's it's complex. It's an irrational yeah. number. It's not a full number or a full normal fraction. It just keeps on going. It keeps on repeating. So you have to keep dividing and dividing and dividing. It's sort of based on an infinite series. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean th- that's just but yeah, uh, like I said, chalk it up to me like num like num specific like math things like that kind of just becoming vague to me <laughs> now. Um so but it works. Uh number man immediately turns around and goes for the computer that is calculating pi. And uh, Mega Man and Roll and especially Guts Man are here to, like, get this nerd. And I was, like, just especially glad for Guts Man to be there. Like, yeah, man, get this get this fucking nerd, like, noogie him and shove him in the locker. Absolutely. But Higsby, like, um, adorably enough, he's very concerned about Number Man. He repeatedly, like, makes sure to let the kids know, like, please don't hurt Number Man. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's sweet. Um, it's not his fault. He is out of control. Also, I need him for the Grand Prix. But you know, you can tell he he cares about his boy. He does care about his boy, and his boy is a good good boy. But they're almost going to miss their time in the Grand Prix. Yes, yes, that's yes. Uh, we find out that apparently, like people are like in. On this floating island, somehow, and gathered and seated for the Grand Prix, in fact. And Dex is even the first one to go. He is in the first round of it. And, like, I was just, like, like kind of floored by that. Because it's like, the kids are, like, we're, like, why the fuck were you kids even still there? I know, like, the number and thing happened, but, like, how are you not there? And, like, yeah, and as it goes part. on, like, yeah, sorry. No, no, it's a very good question, because yeah. in this world, there's a lot of physicality involved in the internet. Yes. So it really boggles my mind that in this world where you can't just network VoIP into anything, mm-hmm. you have to be there physically with your yeah. PET. Why, why would they not have them there signed in with a badge and everything? I, yeah, it's it's it was really funny, and like by this point they're realizing that they're getting low on time, so they qu- quickly like just like seem to get sick of Higsby's warring not to hurt Number Man, and they're just like tired of this nerd and want to wrangle him up. So they just shove Number Man in a locker, and they're and they're like, we only have five minutes, and so like, yeah, I says not a problem, Battle Skipper time. Well, hold on. First of all. It wasn't a very interesting fight, okay? It it was not, but, like, I there's one thing I have a genuine question about. There's a part where, like, Mega Man is, like, having a sort of a sword fight with Number Man, and he's using these, like, two sticks. Do you know what those sticks are supposed to be? Uh, no. Okay. I almost, they almost... Rules? What? Maybe slide rules. Hmm. I don't know. You know what they look like? They look like elongated dice. Like, because I think, like, one had, like, a red, like, just single dot on it. And then, like, another had, like, more dots in black. But, okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you would know. But I guess, yeah, we don't know what the fuck those are. Sorry, listeners. It's okay. 
<laughs> I don't know the secret of his his sticks. Yeah. Um, and and before uh, Neverman can get successfully wrangled, we get Iceman suddenly showing up because Tori realizes that the kids are running late and somehow knows that they're like dealing with Neverman. I guess. But yeah, um, Iceman shows Number up Man and very did make a public announcement that he was wreaking havoc. To be fair. Oh, okay. See, yeah. Well, I keep, I keep kind of forgetting that, like, <laughs> when the villains make like get like very obviously publicly announced. Um, but anyway, Iceman shows up and quickly freezes Number Man in place once again, showing off that like. Yeah, Iceman's really powerful. He really is. Um, it only gets better. It does. Although, uh, Number Man does break out of the ice. And as the kids are beginning to panic, like, realizing they're running lower and lower on time, suddenly a mysterious Navi appears to finally take Number Man out. Oh, and... Well... Yeah, it turns out it's a new boy. Uh, it's Skullman.exe, who uh, like we like to call Papyrus. Yep. He, yeah, he kind of he kind of just looks like Papyrus. <laughs> I mean, not yeah, really, but me, like Papyrus. Yeah, he he's def he's a very goofy looking lad. Um, and when he speaks, he's definitely a crazy little weird bastard man. But he is fun. He is. And yes, so now, uh, with Number Man finally under control, thanks to Skullman, Skullman disappears and the kids are like, oh yeah, how are we gonna get there? We have, like, five minutes. And Yai's like, we'll get there in three. And... And then they, yeah, they bail Skipper out. Yeah. Uh, That's why it's I'm calling more... it, you can't stop me. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's more like tube nonsense, and this time they get dropped into a whole-ass plane. A pink plane at that. Yep. And, uh, they as they they get there just in time. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, even and though, And Miss Mari like, so kindly asks, Oh, so Yai, is that Jet your father's? Oh, no, it's for my personal use. <laughs> yeah, she's, in the dub, she's like, Oh, no, he gave it to me, it's mine. I got he gave it to me as a birthday gift. Yep. And everyone's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Um so yeah, uh they should make it just in time. Um Dex for his part, he does make a hell of an entrance into his battle. He like they pretty much like fly in from the jet and like lower him down on a rope on a rope and he jumps down and like does a nice landing, so he looks like pretty fucking strong. So you know. He got a cool-ass entrance, so that makes up for it. He did. And then he wipes the floor with his competitor, and Gutsman's so happy. Yeah, Gutsman's so proud of himself. Yeah, they make a point that, like, oh, he won in, le in like, 30 seconds. And I just felt bad for this, like, NPCS dude that they say his name is Jamie, and his generic-ass Navi, like, just getting absolutely creamed. Well, I mean, he's going against Guts. Mm-hmm. And thus we are officially in the tournament. Yeah. And uh yeah. Oh, but after 
the after that fight. we hear about another uh-huh. contest that's going on and uh-huh. it is between Enzon, I mean Chad and his <laughs> opponent and Chad won in three seconds they say three seconds in the sub? yeah Okay, because, like, they say 12 seconds in the dub. So that's that's pretty funny to me. Like, they make it a little more believable in the dub, apparently. I was starting to think, like, exactly how could you possibly win a battle in three seconds? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, <drug> so... Zodiac? <laughs> So, yeah, we once again get reminded that these bastards are here. Um, yeah, uh, uh, before we get another quick cut to Wily just gloating in his evil scheme, being like, ah, yes, we'll delete all the navvies within this tournament or something like that. It's like, yeah, I mean, if you want to wipe out navvies, uh, an event like this is where to do it. Yeah, not but, the worst plan. Yeah, but the episode ends with uh chad and lan seemingly like telepathically challenging one another because after chad's fight he's just like monologuing to himself or like he's seemingly like not talking to anyone in particular and we see that lan views him through a screen like the screen that's broadcasting him in his fight and, like, Charlie's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll be waiting to fight you, Lan. You better, like, be good. And then Lan's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna take you on, like, to the TV. And it's like, boys, how are you, like, having this conversation? Like, are you just sort of, like, yeah, are you just, like, telepathically commu- communicating your rivalry right now? Um, Their souls awakened. But to what? <laughs> they wish they were on that level yet. They wish. Yeah. So yeah, uh, end of episode. Had to give another tease with the big showdown of Mega Man, Proto Man, yada yada. Um, and next episode. interestingly, the next episode oh, opens up with Breakman. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, the name of the Navi that Iceman starts the episode out fighting is Breakman. Wow! Um, okay, I have a couple of notes before that. Um, so I'll, I'll explain uh, what they called him in the dub. Um, but yes, this next episode, this is our first full tournament episode. Like, we are truly in it now folks half anime full tournament uh, consequences yes exactly um and it is tori's turn to fight now um and mari is once again uh expressing how proud she is of tori and h- how he has come so far and just being very very sweet and proud of the little lad yeah and mesa is also there he's right beside her also cheering the kids on with a big flag and everything so it's like ah yeah 
It's a big flag with a big carp on it, and the flag says in Japanese, big fish. Oh, that's so good. But yeah, so so he's being a great uh, cheerleader, too. Um, so in the dub, the Navi that he is fighting against is called Rocket Man, which... That makes much more sense, considering more that sense. he's equipped with 32 missiles. Yes, like, oh my god, like, listeners, I don't know if there's ever, if there's any uh pictures of this net navi online but if you care look up Mega Man nt warrior rocket man and it's just like the, it's literally just like a missile container with legs and feet and eyes he's really great it's just two legs and then there's a little triangle between the legs facing down and on top of those three parts it's just missiles God, though, I can't believe he's he's called Breakman in the goddamn sub. How dare they taunt us like that? I mean... Worse things have happened. I know! Worse things have happened, that's true, but... So, yeah, I guess, you know, they just get, they gave a much more fitting name in the dub. Um, and Miu suddenly appears. Our wonderful goth lesbian appears to predict that Iceman is going to win the fight against Rocket Man in uh five minutes or less. Yes, that's what yep. it was. And um this was probably some uh, uh another round of uh fun dub ad living, but when the fight is about to begin between Iceman and Rocket Man, Rocket Man actually teases Iceman saying, <laughs> where are you looking at, doll face? And I'm like, what? That is, uh, that is dub original. Thank God. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they just had to call Iceman doll face. And, and I think yeah, it's, it's going to be a short, short time. <laughs> Brings me around again to fine. I've been defeated by Iceman again. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. <laughs> yeah, so uh Iceman very quickly defeats him and everyone is surprised at that. Like especially Lan, like he thought for sure that when uh Mew's exact prediction prediction is that the fight will be over in 5 minutes and Lan and kind of a bunch of other people assume that Iceman's going to lose in that time and like damn, like no one has faith in Tori and like his like strong boy Iceman cuz like you know, we just saw that, like, Iceman's fucking strong. Iceman has been elite this entire series, and yeah. are, they must all be blind to it because he is a little BLB. I get, yeah. Like, they, they, they underestimate poor Tori. Poor Tori. He's also <laughs> a pretty good net op, too, because he uses his yeah. chips and commands well, so, you know. Yeah, he's good. Why are they doing their boy dirty like that? I don't know. But Miu knows uh, that Mars ain't the kind of place to fight a kid. In <laughs> fact, it's cold as hell. <laughs> but more importantly, I think maybe the dub skipped a scene with the oh? joke that I was referring to earlier where oh. Lan initially is not there to cheer on Tori because he has gotten lost in the stadium. They did have that. Okay, that's good. Then fine. Okay. 
There's another one oh, well, happening later that I'm going to be even more angry at. So we'll. Get oh, to I. That. Oh, okay. No, no. Now I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, first, uh, Miu comes to find Lan again, and she warns him, "Honey, you've got a big storm coming." <laughs> <laughs> um oh, like, like she just warns him that they're that uh that he, he's gonna have to watch out for the storm yeah it's gonna rain um and then it's not going gonna to... rain men no sadly and then i'm gonna hand it out to you because my next uh note was just about the joke so i'm gonna hand it to you and decide whether or not we comment on this Alright, so they're going to have lunch, and Masa's made them all sardine lunch boxes. I mean, that's cool. Just I mean, yeah, sardine like it... set in rice, that's fine. That's a good lunch. Everybody complains yeah. that they have too many bones, but whatever. And then Lance yeah, I mean, like all of their food, and well, he hold on, hold on, so... wait, 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 wait. I just, I'm sorry to stop you, even though I just, I, and even though I dropped this on you. So I'm sorry, but... It was funny because in the dub, like the kids are making a point about how, like, like it, the, it's weird that they're just being given a raw fish to eat. Like they talk about, oh, it's look at me. I don't think I can do it. So in the, so you're saying in the sub, it's just that, like, oh, it's a whole fish, which means we gotta deal with all these little bones. It's nothing about yeah. like, oh, I can see its eyes and shit like that. Yeah, no, these kids are used to eating sardines. They just right. don't like it. That's funny. That's that's fun. That's a fun little uh, difference there <laughs> between sub and dub, and it's not just about like making the into making the rice balls into donuts. It's like you know, kids would not be used to being to just being handed a whole ass little fish to eat in America. In America, yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, sorry. I just wanted to point that out because i i knew that there had to be a difference uh so continue so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so lance steals all of their bento and he's eating them and then he just he's like mm, i'm gonna need i'm gonna need these calories in the coming days <laughs> what, what should i do mega man you'll you need yeah. He'll need the extra calories, Lan. <laughs> and then he has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and we do this joke my again. My soul and my body because we're doing it again. Yeah, we're doing this joke again. He gets lost looking for the bathroom, then he runs into the women's bathroom, and I'm like, no! but those i had to give him like a little bit of credit because like those are probably like the vaguest like bathroom markers i've ever seen oh i'm giving him credit i'm just saying that the anime didn't have to do that yeah they didn't have they didn't have to do this whole bit in general but, and then he runs yeah. into the men's bathroom and it's out of order and he's like oh no i really got a poo poo so he goes to look for a new bathroom to go into, and then we see him coming out of the bathroom, and I'm thinking to myself, why did we need into, this? You could have replaced slipping into Slipping into bad Russian accent, listeners. No, listen. Listen, we could have had him more Mr. Match content. Yes. 
We could have, because underline of this show is Mr. Match is like, oh no, only I am going to be the one to defeat Mega Man. Mm-hmm. We could have. Yeah, we do get that. that, but we do get some of that, um, all that rivalry going on as well. Anyway, after that, but yeah, then after that completely unnecessary sequence of events, um, we see the storm rolling in and get a very awkward cut, like from land noticing the coming storm clouds to just like a weird cut of him uh like i guess like you know preparing to jack in for the yeah for his fight i don't know it was just like a it seems like really odd to me i think yeah it's all right yeah. <laughs> um but before oh wait no but oh but before his fight, though, Higsby comes to talk to him, and Higsby gives off some major sus vibes, cause like he's kind of just like talking to Lan alone, and like his back is to like this, like just whole like darkened out area, so he comes off as very sus. And hey, listen, kid, you want some? You want some net battle chips? Yeah, and, like, I thought this was going to introduce, like, something that comes up later. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for now, but, like, basically introduce a thing that causes some trouble later. Um, But no, he kind of just, but instead, like, he just hands Lan a bunch of ordinary mini-bomb chips. This is a handy tool that we can use later. Yeah, and, um, you know, meanwhile, before this match starts, we kind of just cut to these four actual criminals, noted criminals, in the stands of this tournament amongst the crowd, like, not at all hidden They're in any way. they best life and I love them. They are, it's just really funny that, like, no one cares that they're there. And just, and yeah, they're just watching. And yeah, Match has this whole moment of, like, oh, I've got to fight Mega Man. Uh, and uh, they're having a lot of hype about like who Land's opponent is going to be and turns out it's actually uh, our favorite goth lesbian love me you yeah and like gonna send out her wonderful skull man yeah her her lad and she also like does a fun entrance of like you know seemingly wiping the screen when it's her introduction and like hiding like stopping them from showing any information about her and her net navi which is just such a cool power move it really and is. then and she in even fact, like announcer miss Kero, she has to look it up in the grand prix magazine of registrations <laughs> yeah and then she also like engages in a little uh psychological warfare with Lan being like, Oh, I I predict that this fight is maybe this is when she says the fight will end in five minutes and I'm going to win. And Lan's just like, Oh, what? But no, you're you're just you're just trying to psych me out. I'm not gonna fall for it. And uh this is when I kind of stopped paying attention because this is our first like full Yeah battle <laughs> this is our first like fully drawn out battle of the tournament arc so i just kind of check out 
Right. Um, kind of same here, but I did take notes. I, I also did take notes. I didn't completely check out. Um, one uh, thing I noted was that, um, was, is, is Skullman's thing, like, in the classic series or anything ever, like, that he's fast? Is he ever supposed to be fast? That's just a thing in this series. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, because they make a point of him being very quick in this anime, in this battle. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing that Skullman could do. Um, meanwhile, there's also... Hmm? I was doing the quick man theme thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but we also get to see Chod kind of just serving as the fucking peanut gallery over here, like watching and commenting cockily on uh, Land's battling abilities. A lot of people are offering ongoing commentary during this battle. That's true, but Chod is being the most annoying and critical about it. That is very true. I have a quick question for you. Do you remember the Franime Code Lyoko? Oh, of course I remember it. I never, like, fully watched it, but I watched, like, some of it here and there. Okay, so they stole Skullman's forehead, right? What? Skullman has no forehead! He has very flat head. Oh! true uh he has or uh, it, either they stole his forehead oh, or like God. they took his forehead and like put it on his chin or like or, or add it to his like jaw he don't got no skull <laughs> god i never thought about that yeah he doesn't have much of a fucking skull jaw yes skull mm. yeah more of a jaw attached to the spine yeah but despite lacking uh, his namesake, Skullman.exe is still fun. He's still like a crazy bastard, taunting and laughing a lot in a jokery fashion at Mega Man uh, as he's teleporting all over the place and kicking his ass a little bit. <laughs> I'm the Skullman! Yeah. But, um, turns out Higsby's uh seemingly useless chips are helping because Mega Man using the mini bombs creates a lot of smoke which helps to uh show Skullman's movements around Mega Man doesn't help for very long because it soon becomes apparent that Skullman and Mew can sense Rockman's I mean Mega Man's upcoming movements Yes, yes, Miu can see and predict what Lan is going to do next. And um, oh, he has to learn to become a more a better battler and mm -hmm. to become more serious about, which is something that the two lesbians were talking about earlier. They were saying, mm. well, I don't see what you see in him because he's such a basic battler. Yes, but, you know, he's yet to actually take these battles seriously which disappoints me and so i think the whole point of the episode is uh to get lan serious about the tournament yeah they definitely don't like make it the obvious like connection of like i don't know maybe those either like they didn't quite have like the repeating things about like him taking it seriously but even in the dub like it's still very much like continuing the whole like you know, checking on Lan's ability. Um, but meanwhile, Miss Mari has to deal with uh, Higsby and Mesa arguing like fuckers. 
I check out every time that happens. Let's move on. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it's just like I, I just made a note that like they're they're arguing about the fight and um and Pigsby is like I, I I think I know a little bit more about net battling than you and but like Mesa is like no you, no you don't da, 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 da. but it's like Commander Beef aside like. Yeah, I think, like, everyone would expect Higsby to know more about this than you. But, but does yeah. Higsby know anything about calcium? No. Check and mate. <laughs> but yeah, um, we also know that uh, Sal is, yes, Sal is cheering for Mega Man in the sidelines. And at one point, she kind of just, like, says something to herself about the fight but lan like responds to it having somehow as if he somehow heard her mew is acting know. as a radio transmitter i guess so <laughs> and it's cute because like there's a whole point about like lan being worried when it seems like they're going to fail and he's like oh i don't want to disappoint you mega man and i was like oh that's cute like yeah he he wants he wants he wants to help his boy succeed. Gotta be, gotta get better. And then, then Skullman tells Mega Man that I'll show you the flames of hell. He sure doesn't say that in the dub. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all missing that's, out then. Yeah, that's a, that's a damn shame. Uh, that's so good. Like, I think he just says, like, I think he just calls it his skull flame. Something like well, that. you're missing out. He says that yeah. I'll show you the flames of hell. And then Match is like, no, only I get to defeat Rockman with my yeah. my flame. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't like make a thing about I don't think he made like a point about uh, like no, nosing the fire. But you know, like the obvious link is there. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, he but yeah, uh he he makes a thing he's like, you can't lose to this guy, Land, you're supposed to lose to me. I no, want to be the one to defeat. You can't lose to him. <laughs> yeah. And Chad is still just being like, you know, acting all like cocky and disappointed land being like, you know, you're not going to win if you keep making predictable moves or stuff like that. Like, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it's all just like all these people either rooting for or against him. Um, and then there's like a point I remember where Lan is like, Oh man, I've gotta like pull off a good move, but like I don't have any good chips. I'm like, wait a minute, you didn't come prepared with good chips? This isn't like Yu-Gi-Oh, where you kinda where you were relying on like drawing good cards from your deck. Like you kinda just like go into this with your chosen chips, buddy. I mean, it's sort of like that in the game because you do go into each net battle in the game with the chips that you have selected, but they do appear kind of randomly. Okay. Like, I guess, yeah, I guess it's fair enough, like, nodding to the way the video game itself works, but, like, in the context of, like, in the real world where you just, like, where it's just like, oh, you have these chips, like, yeah. and there's nothing, like, randomly drawn about it. Yeah, it's silly to think about. He really and should then, have brought them all. Yeah, and then, like, he kind of, like, he, he reveals his, like, big move which i don't get because it kind of just seems like he uses more of the mini bombs and then just like makes the smoke again and then um skullman's like oh you're doing this trick again and 
then it's just like, no, he just uses more smoke and somehow Skullman doesn't see it coming and then he's able to surprise him with a shot. So, like, I don't know. Is this, like, better explained than the No, it's not. Chance? I was going to ask you what happened. Okay, so good. That I was can... just... That's just poorly done just in general. Because, yeah, it's I don't get it. He made another Snoke... He made another smoke screen. Skullman taunts him. Then all of a sudden, there's three more mini bombs in front of Skullman. He's surprised, and then Mega Man shoots yeah. him. And I'm like, what? Yeah, like, okay. So, yeah, it was just... It was, it's just more smoke. And somehow he didn't predict that, I guess. And, um... Uh, interestingly, we notice that, like, uh, Miu pulls her, well, like, she jacks out from the, you know, what, she jacks out from the battle, um, and it's seemingly, like, while Skullman is very much still in the middle of fighting, and she tells him, like, okay, we can log out now, um, and then we cut to Chod. Being like, oh, you managed to uh, surprise them, or you managed to do something unreadable, and it's like, oh well, you uh, that was you surprised me, Lan, and it's like, oh, are you actually impressed with him now? Lan um, is and surrounded they... by <laughs> Yeah, like he's like he's like impressed one second, and then he's still like talking down Lan the next. Like, oh, you still have to be better than that uh, to win against me, or like, or be prepared. To, or like that—that's only a fraction of what I'm going to give you. You're—I'm gonna crush you. And it's like just, oh, shut up. He's just pure soon. It's nothing but soon. It really is. Um, but yeah. And so then we cut... the lady asks him, "How do you feel about victory? Uh, hungry?" Yeah. Um. But, but before that, we get another moment uh, between the lesbians, actually, yes. and Salp points out. That Mew had very obviously, like, intentionally pulled out of that battle um, when Skullman could still uh, could still maybe have turned it around and won in the end. But Mew's like, oh, well, no, I just wanted to see if uh, Lan could pull off a surprise move that I couldn't predict. And uh, he did. I got what I came here for. And then Sal is like, yeah, I suppose we both did. Mew's like, oh, well, he learned the lesson of today's episode, so I'm happy. Yeah, and yeah, so that le- the like, the idea was uh, how to be not so predictable in a fight. Uh, did it actually come across like that? No, but that was <laughs> the lesson, folks. And then, yeah, then Rabida asks Lan, like, how he feels about his fight, and then it's just like, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm hungry again. Hungry, and, and then Mash says, "I will delete you with the fires of my anger." <sighs> yeah, he doesn't say something quite as cool, but yeah, he does get the last line of this, um, swearing that he will be the one to make, uh, yeah, to defeat Mega Man in this tournament. So yeah, and as of now, it sort of just seems like World Three's whole evil plan is just to like fight in the tournament and win within the bounds of it the tournament's rules seemingly I don't even think they want to win I think they just want to cause as much pain and chaos as possible I yeah like they should like that but like Except it doesn't Mr. Match because like and this is a little thing but he's like solely motivated to defeat 
Mega Man and not even That's... Lan. And I really like how he doesn't consider Lan to be really a big part of this because he's all focused on Mega Man. Yeah, that is that is definitely pretty good. I don't think like that comes across as much in the dub unless like again, I'm just like not really paying as much attention or something. I don't know. But um it, yeah, but yeah, he is definitely much more focused on simply um having his battle and finally winning against Mega Man than the others. Um, so I guess that's it. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Sorry, uh, listeners. Yeah, you know, it, it's two it's the start of the tournament arc, ladies and gentlemen. Um we still do not really get a whole lot of Chod and Proto Man yet, unfortunately. We get a lot of hype for this battle between um be- between them and Lan, but uh still they will be pushed aside for another time and so unfortunately shall our special guest tournament arc more like torment arc yard hard hard <laughs> but um i do think next week we get a much more interesting pair of episodes I may be wrong, but I have a really good feeling that it's going to be the episodes that uh, I remembered that you had forgotten, but then immediately remembered as soon as I mentioned it to you post-recording. It might be, I don't know for sure, but I have a pretty strong feeling, like, obviously, it's gonna happen soon. I mean... So, uh, yeah, like, hell, like, let me look look up um yes oh wait no never mind no, no it, it's wrong. a different two-parter i'm so sorry everybody it's a different two-parter but um you know it might still be interesting who knows yeah who knows so, it could be fun it could be fun um but yeah so that's it for this week folks um our tournament arc continues next week uh any parting words scob Clyde, leave! (laughs) Podcast man, logging out.